0: bernie radio 103.9 fm just after nine o'clock good morning coming up at 9:30 is building texas with justin mckenzie but thank you for making your appointment to hear this inspiring show god on our dogs with meg greer the following is sponsored by god and this is bernie radio
1: Hi, this is Judith and Dwayne Rivers with the Phyllis Browning Company and the Rivers Team, your concierge real estate team and expert guide. The Rivers Team knows the market, helping you negotiate hard, avoid delays and costly mistakes. We move mountains professionally and quickly with negotiating expertise. Contact Judith and Dwayne today at theriversteam.com. We are committed to the best marketing plan possible for your property. theriversteam.com.
2: Discover a new perspective. God and Our Dogs. God and Our Dogs.com.
1: Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at godandourdogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer.
2: Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is discovering a new perspective and rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Dog stories told on the show leave us with a deeper understanding of Christ's love for us our value to God through Christ, God's purpose for our lives, and belonging to his family. Our own dog stories even come to mind, revealing aha moments and help us see scripture in action with our dogs and God. Go to GodInOurDogs.com and sign up for Insider News so you can catch all the updates. Click follow on the God and Our Dogs pages on social media subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast site and on youtube thanks to our hosts tusculum brewing company on bernie's historic main street a great place to enjoy family food and tusculum craft beer tusculum brewing welcomes our dogs too thank you god and our dogs business partners including ben adam architect celeste the dinger trading company and turf master Chris Webb is our guest today. Chris and his wife, Leslie, are the founders and owners of Covenant Pest Control in Bernie. Chris's dogs would introduce him as my faithful companion. Welcome, Chris. We're so excited to have you on God and Our Dogs.
0: I'm excited, too. Yeah. We've been trying to get this done.
2: I know. <laughs> I know. And today's the day. So yes. welcome. Thank you. Well, you've had dogs pretty much your whole life tell us about the kind of dogs you had growing up
0: most of my dogs were vet rescues right Mm -hmm. and so we always went and picked out whichever one you know came to us loved on us and uh I guess the ones that I guess kind of reflected me in some form or fashion
2: Uh so yeah that's cool so which kind of dogs did you end up with
0: a lot of mutts. <laughs> a lot of mutts. Those are
2: always the best.
0: <laughs> I've had Peanut was kind of a lab mix, and then Roscoe was part German Shepherd and some other things we didn't know. Uh-huh. Hank was part Catahoula and something else. And then Clara Bell was a blackmouth cur. Mm. She was actually probably my only full pure blood dog uh-huh. at the time. But yeah, those are that's kind of a rundown of who yeah. we are.
2: Yeah. Well, tell us about Hank. Was he a cow dog?
0: He was a fishing dog.
2: A fishing dog. Oh, my so, gosh.
0: Growing up in, in the hill country, I'm from Lano, Texas, and, uh-huh. and so I grew up as a river rat. My grandparents lived where you could throw a rock and hit the Lano River.
2: Oh, how nice.
0: Off her back porch, I would just get my peanut butter and jelly sandwich together, and I'd disappear, and Hank would always go with me. We'd go down there fishing for catfish, fishing for bass, and Hank would actually get in and chase fish with me. So whenever he'd stand up on the rocks and there'd be fish swimming around, he'd jump in trying to catch them.
2: Oh my goodness!
0: Um, he was not successful. Um, <laughs> well, so well my, he,
2: the question is, were you?
0: No, <laughs> I wasn't successful <laughs> yeah. at fishing until I met and I had my son, and yeah. he is actually quite the good fisherman. So, uh-huh. but yeah, it was more about just getting out. Mm-hmm. I've always been a country boy that loved the outdoors. It's probably why I'm in pest control and uh-huh. and why I do what I do is because at an office. I start to get a little antsy if I sit inside too long. Yeah, so, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about Hank's personality. We already pick up a little bit of his adventurousness. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your relationship with him.
0: Yeah, Hank was kind of a guardian for me. Really? You know, I was, uh, as a young kid, before my mother gave her life to Christ, Man, I, we just had a lot of stuff that happened. My mom was a frequenter at a bar, and we would sleep outside of the bar in a truck. And, and Hank was, when we'd come home, Hank was what would guard us oh, wow. from the men that would come home or whatever, you know. So he was kind of a guardian for me, uh-huh. also just a friend. I, I didn't, you know, living out there, being separated from some of those things, from even like having, not having the communication with other people. Like Hank was our friend. Yeah. So that's kind of who he was to us.
2: Mm -hmm. So what can we see about God from Hank?
0: Yeah, he's a friend that's closer than a brother, Mm -hmm. right? Hank um, never left us when we'd end up in circumstances that were kind of iffy or where we felt where we needed to be guarded. Hank was the one who would stand up for us, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's the heart of God, is that um, when we're broken, He doesn't leave us. He comes in those moments, and He says in the Word of God that He's near to the brokenhearted. Mm -hmm. He draws into those places where um, we have encountered trauma or we have encountered um, some form of broken parts. He says He binds those things up. And in a lot of ways, I guess that's kind of the embodiment of kind of the symbol of what Hank was for those moments because loving on a dog that would get up on your bed that would protect you in those times it brought peace mm-hmm. and some form of peace in those moments the only peace I knew at the time mm-hmm. until I knew Christ
2: yeah peace because of the companionship
0: partly uh-huh. but to know that I was protected as well
2: protection yeah yeah, yeah. you know we hear so much these days about fragile mental health. Yeah. And that came to mind when you were telling your story because I think so many times people think they're alone that their experiences are unique and nobody else has ever felt this way. So what would you tell others about your experience and how your dog can provide the comfort and peace and protection just like God can and does? How would you reassure people they're not alone?
0: Well, I think God intentionally created dogs to be different. I really do. I think God created dogs to help people bridge the gap until we know who he is, mm-hmm. if I'm just honest, right? God does everything for a purpose, right? It says before the beginning of the foundation of the earth, he knew what he was going to do. He knew why he would create me. He knew why he'd create you, Meg. Mm-hmm. He knew we'd sit here at this table, right? And. And I think God intentionally created dogs to bridge a gap. They're loving, they're tender, they guard. And this all depends on how they're raised, right? And how they're loved. Right. Ultimately, even dogs that are raised kind of rough, they're still guardians. But we know this, Jesus said this, peace I give to you, not like the world gives to you. Right, so my dog gave me a form of peace, but it was found in what I could touch.
2: Interesting, yes.
0: Whereas Christ gave me the peace that passes all understanding. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say about dogs. And I think people understanding, like, God's intentional with us. It says no one comes to the Father lest he first be drawn. And I think God's intentional in the fact that whatever we walk through, whatever struggles, whatever traumas, that he's set it up for us to be able to hear his voice and be drawn. Mm Mm-hmm right? Because it says he knits the babies in the mother's womb. So I believe all creation is divine.
2: Divine from the standpoint of God created it all. Absolutely. Right, right. I just think that is a beautiful picture because faith is intangible.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: And sometimes we need something that is tangible.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: So many times I can think back and it's, my dog was the only being that was around. My yeah. husband was out of town. I didn't have any friends right there. But my dog was there.
0: Absolutely. And
2: I could feel my dog. I could pet my dog. I could walk with my dog. I could talk to my dog. Yeah. Um,
0: well, just like the centurion, right? He said, I believe, but help my unbelief. Mm, yes. Right? Is, I think all of us know we were created. Mm-hmm. I think innate in everybody is that they know that there's a divine. People search it out in different ways and and in different areas. But I believe we all know that there's divine.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. It just, it's in us. But just how good God is to present that, Mm -hmm. right? And show us himself. Mm -hmm. So.
2: Yeah. We can see those characteristics. Not to say that our dogs are like God, but we can see Attributes, just like we can see attributes in other people, and absolutely. The fruit of the spirit and, and so forth. Yes, yes, that's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, where did you move after Lano?
0: So I met my lovely wife Leslie in 2004. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll tell you, I would chase her anywhere she was going. I'll just be honest. Uh-huh. So, uh, she took a small town Lano boy to Austin, Texas. Oh boy! And I was scared. <laughs> So,
2: yeah, big city.
0: Yeah. So yeah. she took she took me to Austin and in that time I had to do a lot of growing up and a lot of learning how to drive in a city. <laughs> I guess she yeah, could say. Yeah, those
2: practical things. Oh my gosh, and,
0: going from a dirt road to Austin, Texas is like yeah. dear Jesus. And no
2: and no hank to go hike no. by the river with you. Yeah. No. That's, yeah, that's tough.
0: I didn't have a dog, I believe, from I believe my na- last dog was Roscoe. And then we didn't have another dog till my first kid came.
2: Oh, wow. Well, Chris, I want to tell you and our listeners about our wonderful sponsor, Kendall County Abstract. Awesome. Kendall County Abstract has been our family's title company for 60 years. Whether a simple or complex transaction, Kendall County Abstract provided our family and our businesses the best service in both real estate closing and title insurance. Kendall County Abstract will do the same for you. When you need a title company, Ashley and the Kendall County Abstract team are there to serve. Call 830-816-2131 or visit online at kcac.com. Net. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Please thank them when you see them. Branscombe Law, The Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning, Kendall County Abstract, and Tusculum Brewing. Because of them, we have a wonderful website, GodandOurDogs.com, including my blog and the sign-up for weekly Thought to Ponder with stories based on my dogs on the Want to Treat page. You can also listen to those Thoughts to Ponder Thursday mornings at 7.45 and 8.45 on Bernie Radio, 103.9 FM, or the Bernie Radio app. Check out the show webpage for our newsletter updates and resources. That's godandourdogs.com for lots of treats.
0: Discover a new perspective,
2: God and our dogs. I'm Sandra Coyle, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. We are back on God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Joining us today is Chris Webb, founder and owner of Covenant Pest Control. Before the break, Chris told us about his childhood dogs, including Hank, and lessons of comfort and protection. Welcome, Chris. We're so happy to have you.
0: Thank you. It's been good.
2: Okay, so once you got married and started to have kids... You decided to bring a dog into your home. Tell us about that dog.
0: So um, when we had our first daughter, Elise, in 08, my wife and I, I mean, just like I think any parent does that was raised with dogs, you always want your kids to have the same experience. Uh And Peanut was actually the first dog I had when I was a little kid, but she lived for 15 years. Wow, that's a long time. Phenomenal dog, right? And I love that dog. So we decided we were going to go look at some dogs, and, and we searched the the web for some dogs that we could find. And when we saw Clarabelle and her ears sticking up, we knew that was our dog.
2: Oh, how and, cute. What uh, kind of dog was she, and why were her, her ears sticking up?
0: So she was a black-mouthed cur, mm-hmm. but I think she may have been purebred, but she might have been mixed, but her ears straight up, one of them. But her face was just so loving, uh-huh, right? Uh huh. So I thought... This is our dog. She's gonna fit right in. She's gonna love my child. Right? And so we go to this park to meet this dog, right? And I'll never forget I walk up to this lady with this dog. And this dog starts growling at me. Ooh. She's like showing me her teeth. And the lady's like, I'm so sorry. I think we think she had a problem with men. And I said, Okay, well, may I step back? And and she goes, She loves women though. So I step back and she walks up to Leslie, who has my six-month-old baby daughter, right? This dog starts licking my wife's hand and then wraps herself around my daughter and just begins to lick my daughter. I never got to be in, in the encounter, right? Because every time I'd walk up, she'd start growling like she's protecting me, my kid from me, right? <laughs> and I told the lady, I said, you know what? That's our dog. And the lady goes, are you crazy? <laughs> you know, and I, I just said, man, if she'll love my daughter and my wife that way, I'll be okay. She'll learn to love me. And so she came into my house, and, and we got her in 08. I didn't get saved till 2010. But long story short, in this time, I knew that this dog wanted to see if I was everything she knew about men or if I was something different. So for the first two months of her living in my house, this dog wouldn't come to me. Uh huh. She wouldn't, she'd stay across the room. She'd leave the room sometimes when I'd walk into the room. But when Elise was around, she would go sit next to Elise and she would hang out with her. And uh, if Elise would get up to try to walk out of the room, and I'd be like, Elise, Lillian, no, ma'am, she'd grab her little her diaper and pull her back in. And oh my goodness. I mean, she was such a herder, right? Uh-huh. And such a lover. Just not to me. <laughs> <laughs> and so one day, I'm just laying on the ground playing with Elise, and Elise is giggling. And I have her up above me. You know how you do like the airplane? Mm -hmm. She just comes up and lays right up against me, Uh. right? And from that day on, she was my dog.
2: Uh.
0: What I learned about, like, she was a dumpster dog. The dog would eat anything. She would literally. I had a fig tree in the backyard. She would eat figs. (laughs) Anyways, but she she would just eat anything. And I, I learned that this dog had just been broken for so many years. And yet we were the place where she could find some healing. Mm -hmm. You know, I specifically was the father that she needed, Mm -hmm. you know, a consistent man Mm -hmm. that would love her and allow her to go through her healing process without me forcing it upon her.
2: You know, that's really interesting, Chris, from the standpoint of God is called the father, right? But that's not necessarily some, a description that some people can identify with. Absolutely. Because that's a negative connotation for them. So what can we learn from Clara's experience with you that can help us understand if we have had a bad, broken relationship with a father, how to look at our godly father in a new way?
0: So I guess it would be give God a chance, right? I think we hold the lens of our fathers to the way we view God and we keep him at a distance because of fear of the wound, Mm -hmm. right? We're already wounded. right? And so wounded people are afraid of the wound, right? And uh, I speak from experience. My dad left when I was six months old, right? Mm -hmm. Anyways, long story short, I think that's the ultimate thing is like give God a chance. I think... We're willing to go bungee jumping to see what that's like, and we're willing to go climb mountains or elk hunt or whatever it is, right? We give it a chance, and we find ourselves enjoying those things. I would just say give the father the chance, because that's what ultimately Clarabelle gave me, Mm -hmm. was the chance to be her father.
2: Right. You know, and I also think, too, to add on to that, Clarabelle had a certain expectation of what fathers were come on and and that's an earthly view Mm -hmm. right yes ma'am and we need to be fair to those fathers out there that maybe we've had a bad experience with if we can because we live in a fallen world
0: absolutely and
2: we aren't perfect either absolutely and I realize there are people that have been abused and um, my heart goes out in those situations and maybe there's just no repair but God isn't that kind of father.
0: No, absolutely not. He's
2: not a sin-based father.
0: Yeah, and to learn that men of the world are products of their raising sometimes or products of their choices. Right. Where God is God. Mm-hmm. It says there's no shifting or, or, or shadowing him. There's no, he does not change. You know, and, and I think God's always been this God. And we view God through the lens of the earthly father, and that's just not fair. Mm-hmm. And it's also not fair to not, like, when I learned who my father was raised by, like, now I understand why my dad was the way he was when I would actually see him. And it helped me have perspective that, hey, man, I don't want to live as a wounded person. Right. I want, I want to live as, as, a, as a healed father so that I don't break my children that same way. And ultimately, that's kind of what led me to salvation.
2: Yeah. Well, and I, I, I think about who Christ is. And that attracted you to Him and He's the perfect image, well He is God, he's the image but of God. He's the image of God too yeah. so that we can see God in earthly form.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah.
2: So what was it about that earthly form of Christ and God that attracted you to Him?
0: So 2010, um, my wife and I, were, we were just in a lot of struggle. You know, it's it's crazy. I, don't, I haven't told this story in a little bit. The reality of it for me was my mom got saved when I was about 12 years old. And uh, she went the complete opposite way, right? She loved Jesus. But she was like, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do that. Like it was more of I didn't know what the freedom in Christ looked like. Mm-hmm. All I knew is what I could never do.
2: Right. Okay. Okay.
0: Right. And so trying to do those things for the rest of my life, but I I didn't understand who Christ was. Well, in 2010, my wife and I were fixing to get a divorce. I just asked, started to ask God, like, if you're real, I need to know. And I, but I wasn't asking, like I was asking for real. I wanted to know if God was real. Sure enough, he, I went to this deal, heard this man preach about Elijah. And that story changed my life because I started to see Christ in the story of Elijah and how he kept relating Christ to that story. And in that, I was so, I was, like, he goes, hey, when are you going to be able to bring all your stuff before the Lord? Like, Elijah was hiding in a cave, but God told him to come out and that he would show himself. Uh-huh. And he passed before Elijah. And in that, like, when do we bring everything out to the front of the cave and let God deal with us? You know, yeah. Yeah. And that was the moment for me. And mm-hmm. I just told the Lord, I, w- I will give you everything I am if you'll just, if, if you'll be faithful to me. And he was like, son, I've already been faithful to you. I gave you my son mm-hmm. 2,000 years ago. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: Ooh. It kind of reminds me, too, thinking back of, of your story about Clarabelle, that you were there, you were consistent, you were with her, yeah. you were for her. She just needed to realize it and come alongside of you. That's Absolutely. a beautiful, that's a beautiful story.
0: And just like salvation for all of us, when we look back on our lives, right, and we look back in the past, and I see the hand of God long before I ever declared Him as my Savior. Mm-hmm. I see how He kept me in certain circumstances. I see how He was there. And I, now being a man who walks in healing... Uh, how can I not acknowledge the hand of God from my childhood to now? Because now he says, I work all things for the good for those who love me and are called according to my will. Yes. So now we're just walking in what God's according to his will, right? Yeah, yeah. In the good, so.
2: It's, it's a beautiful story. Well, I hate to end it right there because we could go on and on talking about two of our favorites subjects, Absolutely. God Absolutely. and dogs.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> but
2: Before we leave, I'd love for you to tell our listeners all about what you do with Covenant Pest Control.
0: So at Covenant Pest Control, Meg, you know, you've I been do a customer. Know. Of mine. <laughs> so our heart is to, to be a blessing to our community, right? At Covenant, we take care of our customers. Um, we provide pest control at a high level of service, but we also use products that are pet and family friendly. Mm-hmm. So Talking about our dogs, your dog has been in the yards that we treat. That's right. You know? And so we, our goal is to provide a service that is an amazing high level of, of customer service, but also not at the cost of your animals or us or you, right? That's so wonderful. we use all pet and family-friendly products.
2: Great. So how can somebody find Covenant Pest Control?
0: If you want to find Covenant, you can um, Google www.covenantpest.com. You can look us up on Facebook or Bernie Chamber of Commerce. We're members at the Bernie Chamber of Commerce.
2: That's great. Wonderful ways to find you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, for Chris Webb with Covenant Pest Control for being with us on God and our dogs.
0: Thank you, Meg. I'm glad we got this done.
2: Yeah, me too. Me too. Well, before we leave today, I have a short thought to ponder. And yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. How's your dog relying on you today? Maybe God wants you to rely on him the same way. Thank you, God and Our Dogs business partners, including Solid Real Estate Group, Ron Zunker with Pax Financial Group, Ron Norman Cosmetics and Spa, and Ratner Consulting. This is Meg Greer. You've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you and thank you for joining us. You can listen to the show again on our website or subscribe on your favorite podcast site. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for show bonuses. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at God and Our Dogs and click follow. Subscribing and following help the show spread the word about discovering a new perspective to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us.
0: Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. Godandourdogs.com
1: Hi, this is Judith and Dwayne Rivers with the Phyllis Browning Company and the Rivers Team, your concierge real estate team and expert guide. The Rivers Team knows the market, helping you negotiate hard, avoid delays, and costly mistakes. We move mountains professionally and quickly with negotiating expertise. Contact Judith and Duane today at theriversteam.com. We are committed to the best marketing plan possible for your property. TheRiversTeam.com.
0: Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. Now let's head over to the Patrick Heath Public Library with Miss Constance for children's story time. As the Patrick Heath Library is open today from 10 to 4, this is Bernie Radio.